0: Hey, everybody. Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the show. Today's features Malibu 92. Had a whole lot of fun hanging out with these guys the other night, talking about their brand new EP and their big old release party happening Wednesday night, August 18th, at Red Flag here in St. Louis with the public, Post Sex Nachos, and Ryan Chaney. So grab those tickets and uh, you're going to hear more about it on today's episode, along with uh, a little sneak peek at their new EP. Well, I do want to remind you that Rock Paper Podcast is always brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler, located right here in St. Louis, over in the Maplewood area. Uh, stop by and visit them uh, by the at the shop or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. Use my code RPP15 for an exclusive 15% off your purchase, uh, including all your favorite beard oils, beard balms, your junk powder, or any of their other wonderful grooming products over there. You know, during the hot summer months, it may be tempting to shave, but did you know that having a beard can keep you cooler in the summer heat? Beards provide protection from UV rays and keep sweat off your face to keep you cooler longer in the hottest heat. Just make sure to keep your beard clean with Roughneck's house-made beard bar. All-natural soap with milled oats and African black soap. Cleanses amazingly without stripping away your natural oils. And if you do decide to shave it off, do it with American Rambler's amazing pre-shave oils and Miracle Tonic Aftershave. Either way, they've got you covered. Again, shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. And don't forget that code RPP15 at checkout. Also super excited to have a brand new show sponsor for you all. And that is Keith Break Photography and KBP Studios. Uh, Keith has been working hard around the St. Louis area, shooting photography for a long time, doing a lot of live music stuff. Now he's opened up a brand new studio over in DeCoin, Illinois. So you can come by and visit the studio. And uh, of course, that includes. Portraits, uh, theme sessions, and promo sets. So if you uh, or the band or uh, whatever you need for any photography needs, uh, check out KeithBreakPhotography.com. Right now, Keith is offering a great deal, offering 10% off all sessions during this promo period. If you mention Rock Paper Podcast, you may have seen uh, some of the wonderful Work he's been doing with uh, Steve Ewing of The Urge, uh, Learn from K. She, or my buddy ATG from Discrepancies. So if you haven't checked those out, of course, you can find all of those pictures and more on Keith's Facebook and Instagram, or again, KeithBreakPhotography.com. Uh, so yeah, check it out. All your photography needs, KeithBreakPhotography.com. Uh also a big thanks to everybody that's been continuing to buy merch. I uh, appreciate your support. If you don't have a little shiny shirt and you want one, you can visit buyjack.com slash rockpaper podcast today and take home a brand new little shiny shirt or a logo shirt or tank top or a hat, all kinds of good stuff up there uh, in multiple colors and sizes. And so check out the merch store today. Also, uh, it's show week, everybody. Um, We have a big show, Singer-Songwriter Storytelling Showcase, returning August 21st at the Focal Point in Maplewood, Missouri. Bringing along Andy Sitto from Denver, Colorado. Anthony J. Russo, Nick Gussman, and Karen Choi. Uh, So come on out to that show. It is outdoor. Uh, It's BYOB, so bring your cooler, bring a... Your lawn chair, come on out and sit with us outside. So we were going to do it inside, but with the protocols changed, everything's kind of shifted outdoors. So we're going to try that, and uh, hopefully it turns out to be a real nice Saturday night with us. Uh, So grab some tickets at thefocalpoint.org and come out and have a good time. With all that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with my friends... Malibu 92. Um,
1: a podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh huh. Yeah. That's <laughs> also like my mom. <laughs> it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Hey guys, we're Malibu 92 and you're listening to rock paper podcast. Woo.
2: That was pretty that good. That
1: was pretty dope. <laughs>
3: Rock, paper, podcast. Scissors,
4: beat, paper, paper covers rock. Rock, beat, scissors, shane covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot. Could be rock, folk, country, a hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock, paper, podcast. Double deck of Buds Round, rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero He's your hero, he's your bestie Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley Rock Paper
3: Podcast
0: Hey everybody, Shane Presley here. Rock Paper Podcast coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hanging out today with the guys of Malibu '92, right? Yeah, Malibu. Okay. yeah, yeah. There they are. The Boo. Uh, <laughs> welcome, to the, the boo. <laughs> welcome to the Boo. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, thank you. This, thank uh, you yeah. yeah, this is absolutely this is. uh you know, I start uh, quite a few of these this way, and uh, which you know is cool for me. Uh, people might get might get tired of me doing the same intro on a lot of them, but I don't care because. Uh, but that's the case today. Was uh, like this, this me doing this show is a great excuse to continually meet new people and new music coming out of our city, and uh, you know, and that's the case today. Like I said, like we this is our first time meeting, and uh, I just you know recently learned of the band i've known you guys i've known the name a little bit but then with now with the new ep i really did a a deep dive into what you guys are doing and um so this was a lot of fun for me to get to like actually meet you guys and talk about the music and everything so uh so thank you for doing this oh yeah thanks for having time. absolutely yeah
2: yeah.
0: uh before we get going uh too far into it you guys want to go around the mics and introduce yourselves uh properly for those listening Sure, I'll go first since we're couch buddies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my name
5: is Andrew, and I play guitar in the booth. Uh
1: My name is Nathan,
6: and I play the bass. Slappity bass. <laughs> I'm Aiden, and I play the
0: drums. Uh,
2: and I am also Andrew, but you can call me Craven, uh-huh. uh, I'm the vocalist.
0: Yeah, very nice. Is that uh, what your last name? Yeah, Craven. Yeah. yeah uh yeah i guess you gotta you gotta find something to you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I, i've been called
2: craven most of my life anyway right. like little sports and extracurriculars and stuff sure. so it's easier that way anyway yeah
0: yeah it's uh it does uh seems like uh i mean andrew's not like super you know common but like anybody mics or anything like that there's you know always got to have some kind of you know uh, oh, yeah. yeah, some kind of differential thing, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, especially having two guys in the in the band. The same, yeah. band. We know an
1: obscene we're, amount of Andrew. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I feel like I know way too many. Uh, we're, yeah. we're
2: born like eight days apart, uh, all right. so <laughs> like it, we were almost the same person.
0: Yeah, this close. This close. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I I, uh, I was uh, I guess kind of kind of fortunate growing up that the um, I I think in my graduating class there was only one other shane so it was very you know not a super common name at all and uh, so that was uh, pretty convenient but the funny thing is now as an adult um so i go to uh, my local qt quite a bit and they uh they found out i don't know how exactly what it was but they end up finding out my my name and uh that shane presley and they got a huge kick out of it because there's also another shane presley that works for for qt so <laughs> so they they thought i thought it was hilarious that they know two shane presley's now and like that's funny but well, we have not yet m- met but they but the guys that work there are just like every time they come hey shane presley i like they just, <laughs> so they say my full name and it's i'm like whatever like i'm glad they get a kick out of it but
3: that's funny
0: yeah it's uh it's just, so it's kind of weird knowing that there's somebody else out there with my same same names yep. some, <laughs> and and like pretty close to me so apparently so but anyway uh so you, like i said you guys have a brand new ep that we just released here in june and we got a big old party coming up to celebrate this and uh, so i thought this would all be perfect timing to sit down and talk about all this stuff and like i said get to know you guys a little better so um i like to kind of start at the beginning just i feel like that's the proper place to start and so mm-hmm. you guys uh might don't mind filling me in on some of the the backstory a little bit of the group how how things got started for you all.
6: okay so well me and andrew we've been playing in bands together since middle school i guess mm-hmm. and i guess technically i played in a band with craven we did one show, um, or it, two it, it shows. It, it was like a talent show thing yeah, in school, like high school. school. We, we, uh, or I guess it was a middle school, yeah. And we we covered like Boulevard of Broken Dreams at like a talent, <laughs> talent show. It was not good. It no, was not it was good. actually pretty bad. Uh, and then, you know, kind of things shifted around. Um, and I started playing with Andrew in a different band, Andrew Vores. Um, Me. It's going to be a little confusing. <laughs> The people that don't know the different Andrews. But, um, Andrews Craven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we started playing together. Um, and you know, like in high school, you know, when you got a lot of musicians and stuff, the bands go through a lot of different uh, evolutions and you have a lot of uh, emotions involved, people kicking people out of bands and other people, you know, quitting (laughs) and and splitting up. You know, it's high school stuff. Um, But, uh, you know, it got to a point where, um, me and Nathan were kind of talking about this was after me and Andrew, our band had like, quote unquote, like broken up,
1: I guess. Which Um, I actually, their last show that they played at Cicero's, rest in peace, Cicero's. um, (laughs) That's, that show was what inspired me to like, learn how to play bass
6: and be like, yo, I want to start a band. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, the two of us. We were kind of talking about like starting something. He, Nathan, he learned the bass basically from a video game from Rocksmith. Rock yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, born dude. and raised on Rocksmith. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he got pretty good pretty fast. I'll give him that. So um, the two of us were talking, and Andrew was playing in a different band at the time.
5: And funny, I was playing bass in he, that band. He was too. playing bass. I was band. playing bass. Yeah. And so
6: Andrew, yeah. <laughs> Andrew's a I, he's a guitarist. At heart,
5: I was kind of. I was like, "Can I please play guitar?" Yeah, so so we. No uh, offense. We uh, hey, bass isn't
6: for everyone. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. So so we kind of we kind of snatched them from from of band. Yeah, yeah was I was glad to stole. be snatched. <laughs> and then so then it was the three of us: me, Nathan, and Andrew. And. I guess this was like later in high school. Yeah, it's like so, senior year. Yeah, it was I'd like senior, senior year. And we. The three of us were like a band. We 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 played like just as like a, a one time like backing band for or no am I thinking of something else?
1: Um, we so we, yeah, we you, me and Andrew were like together like having like a practice and we were like yo we gotta like we gotta find, find a thing. singer mm-hmm. and then Aiden was like yo I actually know this guy Andrew Craven who was like a total baller singing (laughs) now and so like we we got (laughs) to see if he'll do it and then we went to this battle of the or to the warrior Warrior idol Idol. and craven sang dream on in was that the final round that Yeah. yeah he sang dream on and man it was it was immaculate and that was the day we were like yo we gotta get this guy in our band and then he joined us
2: Yes, sir. Nice. And that
1: was the start of Malibu 92. Beginning
2: of Malibu. <laughs> yeah.
1: Of Malibu. Yeah, because we were, yeah, we were yeah. originally Malibu. There
6: was no we 92. Like, yeah,
2: there was no 92. And then we just like.
6: As yeah, as we were about to <laughs> release our first. Yeah. When we were about to release our first song. We were like, oh, you know, we can't just release it under the name Malibu because. How there many are, people? Yeah, there are a million other Malibus. Yeah. Like on the internet, you know, they're talking about. It's tough the to place find. the alcohol the you know whatever <laughs> um so yeah we uh we checked on the apostrophe 92 and these these other guys they might deny it but they hated it they, they hated <laughs> i it
5: was part partial to it at first i've but, since yeah, come yeah, around yeah, yeah, but, but i come
6: uh, a
1: long
5: way from there
6: I can, yeah, yeah it's growing on some, me
1: uh, yeah, that <laughs> was more of a screw you guys. We're doing this anyways, yeah. and then we were like, okay, fine. <laughs> well, it was like usually how most if decisions You guys can't go. think of anything better than we're going with Yeah, we really couldn't think of
2: anything, and of now- anything. anybody <laughs> wanted to agree on.
1: And no one could beat Malibu '92. We like yeah. it. It has a little ring to it. Oh yeah, it has a little ring yeah. to
5: it. I think it's cool. Yeah. If you don't know, it's I mean, we kinda, all like it now. It's kind of like based. It. Yeah, it's kind of based on the Coin songs, where we really got it from Malibu '1992. If you know them, we do like Coin a lot. Yeah, so it kind of came from there. But I, yeah, I like it
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, it's tricky. Uh, you know, even doing even naming this show, and I mean, just naming anything like that that you're gonna like identify as and put on the internet and mm-hmm. like make it official. Like it's, it gets tricky trying to come up with something that's not already been taken or, you know, something similar to something else or whatever. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's your like, brand, you know, right. you want to yeah. make it good. Uh, yeah.
1: How are you going to stand out with your brand?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but that's the thing. It's like people have been naming bands and things forever, so it's like it's all the good ones are, you know, and like yeah. so you can't uh, be just spoon anymore. Right? Yeah. Like, all <laughs> <words>. <laughs> yeah, coin. Yeah, yeah. So, that's one word. But, yeah. but uh Malibu '92 definitely works, man. And uh, and I like uh, you know I feel like um, all the imagery that you guys are you know working on as. Uh, just like the colors and, the mm-hmm. you know, font and everything kind of this uh, synth and kind of maybe like even like kind of a retro wave or some kind of, you know, that kind of vibe mm-hmm. to some of the stuff. Like it just all kind of works to this kind of, you know, time of Malibu in 1992 kind of thing. Like it all kind of works together. So it's it's fun to see the sound, uh, the look and everything's going on. Like it's cool, man. So I'm digging it. It's all working, man. That's well, good to hear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very much so. <laughs> it's a good right. thing. Uh, but uh, so uh, so you guys put the band together. We have got the lineups uh solidified and things and then uh, what uh we, we got a couple singles we put out early on, right? And uh mm. what was it like 19 yeah. uh, was the, was that the first one? 2019? Yeah. Right. Mm. yeah so yeah. caroline
6: was 19 yeah mm-hmm. yeah chemical caroline that was our first yeah first one right. release, release. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah but now we uh now we finally got the full ep together um and uh so we got like again though some of those singles are available everything's out there digitally on wherever you're getting your music at. but we want to get into talking about uh weaponize your love ep now available and uh Man, this was a, a ton of fun, man, because I really didn't, again, not knowing a ton about you all. I didn't really know exactly what I was getting myself into when I hit play, so that's always the fun of it, just to like, go in with a, you know, uh open mind you know, and hit play and see where this thing goes, and uh, I listened to it um, probably like about three times on the way over today. I got a, a nice little drive, so uh, it gives me time to prepare myself and uh but i really enjoyed the the sounds that were coming through on this and uh it was again just a, a lot of fun and uh these are a bunch of four great songs man so i That's thought cool. this would be again cool to like deep dive into some of these stories behind some of these tracks and uh, how these all came to be on the on the ep uh let's start with uh track one this is a uh, gold and um Anything come to mind around gold, guys, that you guys want to share?
6: So that was the second song, I think, that we actually wrote on the yeah, EP. Yeah. The yep. Lip Reader was the first one. Um and when we wrote the Lip you know, we we were kind of this was just like we had finished writing all the other songs and we had we were just kind of, you know, writing another song, just seeing what we could come up with. And then when we started working on gold we started to notice kind of some similarities between like that and the lip reader and like as far as like the overall aesthetic. Um, and that's kind of when we realized maybe we were kind of onto something like more cohesive with this new EP. Um, because I think, you know, the four of us would agree kind of that, um, whenever we were writing the move, you know, the songs on that, I think each song kind of stands, you know, firm on its own, but as like one cohesive piece, you know, that's just not really what we had in mind. Um, But then I think when we were writing gold, that's when we realized that's kind of what we had going on now. You know, we were starting to formulate our sound in a way um, that had a certain like aesthetic to it. Um, And we already already had our sound defined. So we mm -hmm. just like, like, oh, what do we want to do with it?
2: Right. Use it to the best of our ability yeah
6: oh yeah yeah gold I, I i do remember specifically when we started writing this it it started around that one synth they, you know they hear right in the beginning um and i was on like facetime or something with nathan oh yeah we weren't all together in the, room. Yeah. At the time i was just you know playing with synths and stuff just on my own i had that and i called nathan and we start talking about like just how to you know build around that because that's how a lot of our songs start is you know we'll have like one like synth or one like guitar riff or something Mm
3: -hmm. and then
6: go from there but we had that one little synth loop um and i I don't remember we were talking about we're like yo what if we had like the bass line kind of following that same you know melody and we thought that was really sick, so <laughs> we did that, uh, and then we figure out, you know, just like the general like chord progression around it. I mean, that was the that was the chorus right there. You know, we had the the guitar playing like those chords over that bass line. I could get real nerdy about you know how the bass line doesn't modulate the progression, but the guitar <laughs> does. You know, but I won't get that deep deep into it. Um, and then. I remember another session, you know, a lot of the times when we're writing our songs too, like we'll write one little part and then kind of yeah. sit on it for a few days or something, come back and, and write another part to it. And that's kind of what happened with this one. Uh, I remember another time I was with Andrew and we were trying to figure out like a verse and I was like, yeah, just give me like the poppiest kind of like, <laughs> you know, uh, guitar pick in here. You can like it for this verse. Um, and I think that's kind of how we we try to formulate a lot of our songs. We're like, let's make this part super poppy, and then this part like heavy as hell. Like, you <laughs> know. Um, so that's kind of yeah. I think we we sort of achieved that. Yeah,
5: way. I really enjoyed. I remember coming up with that riff and then being like, "Ooh, okay, this is maybe a little cool." Because mm-hmm. definitely, I felt like that was one of the first times with kind of my playing. Not that it is super complicated by any means. It's not. But um, that I was able to kind of simplify it in a way where it was able to kind of have that space while also still kind of being interesting at the same time. And then, I mean, and then when Craven Vogels come on there, I mean, here we go, you yeah, know? He just, yeah, um, just shows up and writes. Yeah, uh, but... And it's, it's Steals the show. Yeah, yeah, but I definitely kind of builds the suspense in the verses, kind of creates a vibe. I think we kind of view this song like kind of as a flex, kind yeah, of. It's like a baller mm-hmm. song. Yeah, and it's that, kind of a baller song. So it was really just having fun with it. And I think that that, I mean, that for me is a big part of the reason that I think we're all as happy with the song as we are. Um, and I, for me, we might have done Lip Reader first. I think you're right. But yeah, it was around was the same time. Wrote, it yeah. was around the same time. But I remember at least getting the mix back for gold the first time.
6: We recorded gold.
5: We recorded right? gold first, yeah. 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 I, when we got that mix back, I was just like, oh my yeah. gosh, this! Better. Better. I, I cannot better. believe it. I <laughs> listened
1: to it nonstop.
5: <laughs> and it and then well. when it came out, yeah.
1: non-stop for like three yeah. days
5: we only listen to
1: our own music my
5: influences are so.
7: song yeah my chain of gold I'm working it tenfold yeah I'm sorry but I'm not sorry say what you wanna say I won't listen anyway Say you're sorry Bitch, I'm not sorry Too cool, put the rhythm in my feet So high, I can feel it in my teeth Up all night, we don't ever gotta go back home So fly two birds under my wing New vibe, you can feel it when I sing I never felt so good being on my own
1: things i personally think about like weaponize your love is when we were writing it like that was kind of when we were all we were all spread out i was in kansas andrew was in peoria mm-hmm. and aiden and craven were both here in st louis and so mm-hmm. it was kind of like these spotty writing sessions where like oh we we're playing a show this weekend cool we can get back for this entire weekend and we'll have a few writing sessions and then we'll go play the show and you know the way we just really kind of had to make it work while we had so much distance like between all of us it was really really cool that we were able to put something together that has come as far as it has yeah lots of
6: lots of like individual tiny writing sessions lots of like facetime you know is this a cool idea you know stuff like that
0: yeah what um what was like, and we kind of mentioned making that joke about influences, but what, like when you guys were putting this together and, you know, the four of you uh and you're thinking of like the direction that you wanted to go sound wise and stuff. And like, what were some of those uh names that you threw out? Like, this is the vibe I'm feeling like for this. Cause like this, is this is kind of a, I feel like, like you mentioned that uh, there are those super poppy parts and there are some real heavy parts. So it's like, as a really a, a nice blend of, you know, having both of those, uh, elements in there and stuff. So like, I don't know, I, I, it was, that's what I found was, you know, very, uh, unique, I guess, to about this whole project really stood out to me, especially, and then throwing a bunch of cool synth stuff on there too. So
6: mm-hmm. yeah, one, one song that instantly comes to mind. Um, I remember when we were, when we were like trying to figure out the lyrics, uh, we're all, we're all big fans of John and, yeah. Oh and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, great, oh, yeah. great producer, great musician. Um, he's got the song fashion. And the first line is, uh, I hit him with the boots in July, bitch. I don't need snow. (laughs) And we thought that was so cool. But the the thing about it was like, it's kind of like, it's a, it's a bit of a flex, the line, something you would think you'd hear in like, you know, like a rapper, like some hip hop song, but the song is like kind of a soft piano ballad. And that's, I think kind of the vibe that we wanted to go for. We were like, what if we, you know. That's, I think that's kind of the key to making it cool was having like kind of a a hard line like that. You know, like our first line is St. Laurent chain of gold. I'm working at tenfold. That's something you'd think you'd probably hear if you just had the mm-hmm. lyrics by itself. You might think that's in like a rap song or something, but you take that throw it behind some soft like guitar picking and it's just got a cool vibe to it. So.
0: Yeah. 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 I was uh like I said, I, w- I was really enjoying this whole ep a lot so it was uh that was cool to hear man like i said there was definitely some of those uh lyric wise there was definitely some of those lines that stood out too also like that um there's a there's a there's a couple uh of uh curse words throughout <laughs> yeah, through, through, I noticed, uh, <laughs> uh, but so maybe uh i was kind of just uh maybe kind of laugh like because uh like i was just also thinking about like what would be the uh, radio edit on some of these mm-hmm. uh tracks and stuff like, <laughs> but, um, no. so i don't know if you guys had to mess with that at all i to like record a, a censored version too or are you guys uh
1: i mean we made one radio edit for chemical caroline and then after that we are kind of just like mm-hmm. I, th- yeah. I think yeah. if
6: if the song if a song if one of our songs gets you know m- more traction to the point where it's like right well, yeah. we should probably do that then yeah, yeah. You
5: know. yeah. i think the way we probably kind of feel about it is like the song is the song so kind of the way it is is the way that we like it yeah. this kind of is the song mm-hmm. um you know and like we're not just trying to just put those words in everywhere just yeah. like oh the <laughs> right. How we can use bad words <laughs> we try to music. use it where we think it's cool or maybe funny or whatever the reaction is wherever <laughs> it's a cool moment
0: you
1: know we yeah. try to keep it tasteful yeah yeah
0: no yeah it's not like you guys are it's all over the place but uh but yeah it was just it didn't make me because, like I think about like all those uh, you know like t v edit movies and stuff mm-hmm. and and yeah. one of one of them uh I most one of my favorite moments uh, is um in the big lebowski uh where he mm-hmm. where uh, Walter's like going nuts out there uh and he's like this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps this is what you know <laughs> yeah. which is, is uh <laughs> not what he says in the movie but uh <laughs> it's one of my uh favorite edit. like it doesn't have anything to do with anything in the movie and it's like and just uh i don't know who thought like yeah this is perfect censor right here like let's just put that in there let's
6: uh it's there's a green day song i think it is boulevard broker's ruin says what yeah, what's muffed up yeah muffed up, muffed yeah,
0: up? Muffed up. <laughs> i don't even that
1: know makes... what that means <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> is that like canadian <laughs> it's uh,
0: muffed up, eh? It's all muffed yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Uh but no, I was uh I just uh think about it. Kind of some weird mm-hmm. things that go through my brain whenever I'm Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh let's talk about uh the the lip reader. This was uh just another mm-hmm. fun one. Um but uh, what comes to mind on uh the uh, lip yeah. reader?
6: <laughs> I yeah will like, you tell Okay, <laughs> yeah,
2: I guess so. Well, I mean, the music was written before the lyrics, and that's normally how we do it. We like to like put the groundwork down and then come up with something that really puts it all together. Um, but me and Aiden, Aiden and I, we were watching YouTube because we were trying to find inspiration for the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And Aiden was like, sometimes when I need some inspiration, I watch Seinfeld. So <laughs> I was like, all right let's go for it. So we, we searched up some Seinfeld and we just kept looking around and then we picked one. It it was called the lip reader.
6: Mm -hmm. And it was, it was the episode where, uh, George is like dating a girl and I think she was deaf. And so she, uh, but George kind of like quote unquote, like uses her to like, you know, read people's lips from like across the room to kind of see what they're saying. Uh, which, by the way, I don't think is really how that works. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't think it's quite, I don't, I, you know, I don't think it's quite that easy. But, um, I don't know. I think, I think the, uh, the, 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 the name, just the name, the lip that's really all that, that we took from it. Right. Yeah. Um, We thought that had kind of like a,
2: a neat kind of
6: something yeah some a little some a little slick to that yeah and uh, we thought you know
2: yeah we, we were trying to like write it about i guess you could say like a a girl who was like she could know what mm-hmm. people wanted and yeah. she would do it to please other people but mm-hmm. to make you angry or other different types of things you know just a mm-hmm. smooth criminal type lady smooth you criminal. know yeah For sure
6: yeah, I think this this is the well. This like is the song. The, it's like the
2: inverse to Gold, really. Mm-hmm.
6: This is the song where um, we got the name for the EP uh, "Weaponize Your Love." Um, that's a lyric in the song, um, and I think of all of the songs on the EP, this one probably captures that the best. You know, um, it's kind of got that idea of like the character. It, it's you know the the girl in the song who kind of, you know, uses her, um, charm, I would say, yeah. you know, to, to kind of get what she wants and, and play some games a little bit, um, therefore, quote-unquote, weaponizing her love, um, so I think, you know, at least when we were writing the lyrics and stuff, you know, it, it, it's weird to think that it came from, like, an episode of Seinfeld, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's kind of what it evolved into, Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah well shout out to uh seinfeld yeah yeah uh yeah uh i didn't i mean i i watch uh some i don't um there's obviously uh i never really like went through the whole series or any mm-hmm. of that but like if it's on like, i'll watch some of it you know the reruns and and things but i did really uh get into um uh jerry's uh you know comedians in cars getting coffee mm-hmm. and stuff yep. and like and i like larry david a whole lot and like all the all the people involved in that mm. and i like i enjoy uh all their work and stuff i just um and i just never like i like i said i i find it funny and there's a, like a lot of great writing and everything else that and obviously inspired so much other comedy just one of those series i haven't really like started mm-hmm. from the beginning and You're gone right. through the whole thing though so you yeah ever Kurt, kind of- your enthusiasm uh no i'm actually having not uh, night because i didn't have oh, hbo for the longest time and uh so i just mm-hmm. recently got uh hbo max and uh so yeah i might i might not have to start that over there's a lot of great tv oh, yeah. that i missed at, uh, not having hbo and stuff so like um but yeah definitely one I, i've seen like some you know whatever clips online and stuff like that but i mm-hmm. never actually properly watch that series either it's so. hard
5: with all the streaming services yeah. you have to mm-hmm. read that's a lot
3: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah man uh, well again we uh we got a big old party we mentioned earlier and this is happening on august 18th at the red flag in st louis missouri uh and uh just a, a stacked bill man you guys got a lot of my friends on this it's gonna be a cool night for sure uh so we'll be celebrating the weaponizer lvp uh, you guys will be headlining this event mm-hmm. and uh, bringing along support from uh, Post Sex Nachos, the Public, and Ryan Cheney of uh, which Ryan used to be the or still is the frontman for Fivefold, which uh, uh, you know now he's doing a lot of solo mm-hmm. work and stuff. And um, but yeah, going to be an incredible evening, man. So, yeah,
6: yeah, we're uh, we played with uh, Ryan Cheney when he was in. Uh, Steeples. Yeah. Actually we played on their E P. release show. Um, so that was a good time. And uh the public, uh they were actually the very first show that we played was with the public and it was at um Kirkwood Kirk, Brewing Station. Yeah, Kirkwood Brewing Station. Or Kirkwood Station, Station Brewing Station. Brewing, yes, Kirkwood Station. Kirkwood yeah. Station yeah. Brewing. yeah. That was uh but that was our very first show that we played and the public was on there, so that's how we met them and Right on
0: Yeah. Yeah, those guys yeah. are uh a lot of fun too like i met them um very uh early on as you know several years back now but they we did like a um like a battle of the bands thing at uh earth surf uh skate park over there and uh they were on there and and i know i think there's three high school bands and then like a an older band that was like kind of just mm-hmm. there for as a like uh you know mentors or something like that but we were really only judging the three and the i can't remember the third but the two uh the public and then the winner was bleach uh, who I, oh, mm-hmm. those guys yeah. really yeah. talented too so yeah. like um but uh it was uh it was a fun nightmare but that was cool to get to officially meet them that a little bit that night. And then uh, they'd been on a show a little while later and stuff, but uh, yeah, really talented young guys. And, um, and then uh, I just recently met uh, post sex nachos. We did a one over zoom during the pandemic and stuff. We did a podcast together and talking about some of their new music and they got a really cool thing going they're too. They're so good. Yeah, so good. Really good. <laughs> yeah,
5: <so laughs> Did not I not like think they were gonna say yes. Just DM uh, yeah, them it was a, it was a hail mary. Okay, let's see. They're like, yeah, oh yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but everyone on there, it seems like everyone on the lineup is like very, very cool, genuine people. I mean, Ryan is the sweetest. He's one yeah. of the sweetest people ever. For sure. I always geek out because of the fivefold thing you mentioned. Yeah. I've been yeah. fivefold day one. Uh, and yeah, the public, you gotta love them. Yeah.
0: So. Oh yeah. But yeah, gonna be a cool night. Uh, so grab your tickets and come on out. Um, I guess, uh, best way to get tickets through the red flag website. Is that right? Or? Yeah.
6: We have, um, a merch link in our bio on like Instagram, Facebook, all the social medias and stuff. Um, the best way is probably to get, you get your tickets digitally, mm-hmm. you know, through the website. So,
0: you yeah, know, I was just down there the other night um last wednesday as we're recording and it was again another they invited me to uh, judge another battle of the bands thing and uh and i it was but i've been in that i've been over there a couple of times but i was just like very impressed by everything over at red flag it's just like a really well done uh oh, yeah. cool vibe in the room just with those like uh, big shipping containers and stuff that sounds good mm-hmm. i went to the previous shows i went to there were with like more acoustic uh, with ryan cheney and uh it was like uh kind of that vibe like it was more of a stripped down kind of thing because it was like socially distanced and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff then and uh so this was like cool to hear a proper uh rock show in there and get get loud and weird in there so it was it was cool like it was nice to mm-hmm. having uh step it up a little bit and hearing what it sounded like in there with a with the full loud bands and stuff so um but yeah i'm uh i'm excited like because like, it's just a uh, something we needed you know it's a nice room in st louis man i'm glad to see a lot of these great spots coming up and we've got a couple of new ones that i'm excited to go check out even more, uh and uh i got the, the factory out in chesterfield i went there for the first time a little while ago mm-hmm. which was yeah. like beautiful beautiful room i'm excited about that for sure and then we got st louis music park opening up here uh next week and it's like so uh it's nice to see people investing in st louis music and stuff and putting all these new venues up for people to play at and so yeah, it's always great to see yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah
6: yeah especially after like seeing like i mean some of the places you know that we went to a lot in high school
3: right.
0: that are
6: closed down now you know like Cicero's sure. like she was talking about earlier Rip. the firebird
0: yeah uh, double the demo
6: yeah, oh, yeah all those places
0: yeah that's a I i do uh feel i mean as much as i love some of these other spots that are coming up now i do miss like that those size rooms like that two mm-hmm. to three hundred cap kind of mm-hmm. someone there in that area like mm-hmm. you know especially as uh up and coming bands you know locals and stuff like we you know it gives more rooms like that to for us to play in and fill it out instead mm-hmm. of having like this right you know a thousand cap but then you know that looks empty mm-hmm. and stuff yep. so yeah um, it's nice having a smaller room because right. then it looks like there's more people yeah <laughs> I mean, but the Firebird was like such a cool and Ciceros and all mm-hmm. these like so those are great little spots for for show uh, some local throwdown shows like that and uh so um uh, I do feel like we're missing that right now in our in our scene so hopefully that'll somebody will pop up and open up uh, some new little spot and um, I know they just revived uh, uh the ready room over in Manchester oh, really? yeah uh, it's going to be called hot Java now interesting um so I get but they just somebody just, re- just recently bought that and plans to make it event music video again mm-hmm. and stuff so
6: yeah fubar is staying open yep um they were going to close I think.
2: Yeah, and then they just decided they were gonna close Foo Bar and then open Red Flag, and then they were just like, "Nah, (laughs) keep
0: them off." Yeah, Yeah. but yeah, I I uh, I I think it's cool. I think like some people I've heard make comments like that we don't need any more music venues in town or something (laughs) like, and I'm like, I don't know. I just think it's cool that people you know believe in St. Louis music. I mean, even if they're not going to. Mm -hmm. Your show necessarily—they're still out getting supporting oh, yeah. live music in our city, and it and gets you know. Hopefully, they'll mm-hmm. continue to make more new music fans in town and get people out into more shows and and everything else. So, oh, yeah,
2: yeah. The more the more the music venues are, the more contagious it'll be. Right. St. Louis and and music will spread.
0: It, we get more headliners, uh, national acts coming to want to play our city because yep. oh yeah, we had such a bad rap for a long time. That's very true. You know, a lot of tours skipped right over St. Louis and. Uh, you know, so I'm trying to hopefully that, uh, that's a thing of the past now when people will want to come back to our city. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was a weird time there for a good, good chunk of years. There were people who were afraid to tour through St. Louis thinking they were going to get their shit stolen or whatever yeah. and stuff. And yeah, like, you got to so, be careful yeah. Yeah, down here. But, uh, so hopefully that's all a thing of the past now, like I said, um, but yeah uh so grab those tickets come on out red flag and have a great night with us and uh you guys uh you guys got some some big plans for the evening uh some any uh like uh any any uh everything top secret right now it's all top secret yeah (laughs) (laughs) What uh so what we like we're doing uh you guys got any new merch or anything like that or uh, i mean, we're
6: gonna i think we're gonna have you know some some new merch um coming out uh a lot of the stuff we're thinking is going to be kind of based around the music videos that we've been releasing mm-hmm. um oh, yeah. you know we've gotten a little uh a little bit conceptual with this ep and these music videos and stuff so yeah i think we're kind of rolling with that um you know because we want you know when people come to this show uh to really kind of you know get the full experience like if you've if i think if you come to this show and you've listened to the new ep you've watched the music videos and stuff you're gonna have a really good time you're gonna you know we're gonna try to include as many little easter eggs from the music videos as we can okay. um just because we've had so much fun recording them um and uh yeah, that's that that's that's what I would say to anybody listening that's thinking about coming out if you're going to. Watch the music videos, watch yeah. the music videos, which be you prepared know. for um, you know, some throwbacks, keep your eyes peeled for that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, <right>? Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, and coming up, you know, this well I guess at this point all of the music videos will be out. Yeah. Yeah. So check There you go. We that was a DIY.
0: Nice, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That uh, so uh, I guess uh, subscribe on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. right? yeah. Yep. All to the go videos are up there yeah. on
6: YouTube, and, nice, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, I think I was uh, I think it was on the way over, I read that uh, NTV debuted today in 1981, I think it was, yeah. I think that was something like yeah. maybe it was 81, somewhere That's around sick. there. Uh, There's but maybe. it just got me thinking, like, uh, thinking of music videos that. I was just like, man, like obviously uh, YouTube is a great way to have a platform for those. And, you know, like Instagram and uh, Facebook is so much visual based, you know, content and stuff. So you have to have some sort of that video Mm -hmm. element to Mm -hmm. grab people's uh, attention and things. But I was just thinking back, like there used to be a time when people like I remember in like 2000, we'd all when I was in school, uh, when we you get out of school, you run home and you turn on MTV and you watched uh, Carson Daly on TRL and you'd find out if your favorite music video made the countdown that day and all this <laughs> stuff. like that was a thing. And like, uh, now there's really not like, you know, it's, it kind of stinks. There's not something like that for, for these music videos and stuff besides, you know, like I said, having your own platform yeah. on YouTube and stuff to share them. But, um, you know, I was like, there used to be really celebrated, uh, you know, and I feel like it's kind of a, lost art now there's not really that somebody sharing a lot of these music videos to you know, very mm-hmm. often stuff. Oh, yeah. So, and we did get, you get picked up on some of the blogs and some of the, you know, different, uh, service reviews and services that are out there and stuff. And that it's a good way to keep sharing them around, but it's like, um, I don't know how to measure why they, why, uh, like, you know, that whole thing of the idea of the concept of like MTV and, music videos and stuff kind of went away but i still think they're a great tool to have i mean i love what seeing especially you guys like saying doing this diy and everything having your own vision and putting it into it and and uh i I think it's still super cool i'm not sure why it's not as celebrated as it was once was i think yeah i mean i think
5: with music videos why not try to make them unique you know because Um, with these, it is like there's four songs, four videos, kind of one cohesive piece, you know. Um, we wanted to really just make it where all four of them, there's just the one storyline that kind of goes through. And and it's not like it's just us just like playing our instruments in the camera. Like there's, there's a bit more to it. We tried to get creative with it. And c- just because those are the music videos I and I think we think are really cool right. where they kind of mm-hmm. do really try to get outside the box and we tried to kind of create our own kind of thing with it. But yeah, I miss MTV. I yeah. do. With <laughs> all the Michael Jackson. Oh uh, my gosh. So
0: it's definitely
5: inspirations there for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Well uh so again uh, get get find the videos, uh get uh subscribed for uh more future content and everything too. Be sure to follow along on your Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for uh more updates uh along the way and uh Let's talk about uh, another track from the CP titled Black Denim. What what comes to mind around Black Denim, guys? So I think
6: Black Denim, when we were writing this, this was, we were already along the lines. We had written the Liberty, we had written Gold, and we were kind of thinking, you know, this is where like the concept of like, we want to do music videos you know with these that's where it kind of started and we're like we want to have a you know a a story to it and everything so i think i think black denim is the song that i would say establishes kind of most of the story of like the music videos and stuff um for the people that have seen it um you know we have our, our black denim jackets with the gold heart on them and uh That's like the main, I guess, punchline of the song is, you know, the black denim and a heart of gold means I don't ever do what I'm told, you know. Um, So this was definitely a song, I think, at least when we were writing the lyrics and stuff that we wanted to make it, you know, more thematic. We wanted it to kind of fit with the other songs like you have um, the line uh, you bought every word I sold, but I didn't know it would turn you so cold, which is a throwback to the lip reader, you know, in the chorus, she's so cold, um, you know, little things like that. So lyrically, I think we were trying to get a little more thematic with this one. Uh, musically, it kind of all started off that baseline.
1: Well, we, we started with the sample and then yeah, the synth. Yeah, so we got like this little synth. And from there we made the doo doo. Do, do 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 and that was kind of what started <laughs> that the was whole the thing. Right there, and then we almost. By the time we had like written most of it, didn't we almost scrap it?
6: We were, yeah, we were like, like, like I mean, we were like two seconds it, from yeah. like cutting it and like just starting over. Yeah, we couldn't. Uh, it, you know, there. When you're writing music and stuff, there are some songs. Like we'll talk about Disarm more when we get there, but like there are some songs like, like Disarm where you catch the vibe and, and you write the song in two hours, you know, the whole thing. There are other songs like Black Denim where maybe you write a little bit now, you argue over, you know, whether it should be this chord or that chord, um, you know, and that happens for a week. And then you come back to it and write a little bit more here, you write a melody over it rewrite the melody four times you know um black denim was definitely one of those songs that i
5: think didn't the verse melody it started out as dangerous dangerous yeah, it,
6: was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was it was it was definitely uh it's come a long way it's come a long oh way, yeah i'll say that oh, much
7: yeah. um, and i know you think i'm heartless and it's true you took the words right from my mouth but I'm Go and talk all that na-na-na And my back's against the wall now As my cool composure slowly slips away So don't act so surprised When all of this blows up in your face Black diamond and a heart of gold means I don't ever do what the fuck I'm told
6: it was close to you know being scrapped we were we were, we were pretty close to just saying nah. Uh, this once it just doesn't fit the vibe um
0: well i like uh that kind of hearing those stories and hearing like mm-hmm. um like demo versions and different like you know stuff like that compared to what end up being on the record and uh i just like because sometimes it is like maybe there's a, there's the idea there there's something there you know and it just hasn't hasn't all clicked for whatever reason mm-hmm. you know just one one missing piece or one little idea let's and uh, that's always one of my favorite things about like is once it like finally oh there it is you know mm-hmm. it's like whatever it whatever that whatever you guys did to change it to make it to where it's like now it's now it's a mm-hmm. uh, now it's a complete song and stuff like it's yeah it's always fun to watch uh, that Uh, you know as the song evolves with you guys and stuff so i think
6: uh we even like going into the studio with it we were still a little uncertain Um, oh yeah yeah our our producer kevin w gates of reach audio go check him out shout out kevin w gates he uh i remember he told us after after sending us the first mix that he's like this is my favorite song that you guys have done so and that
5: was when for me again that it clicked because that Mm -hmm. song is it's such like just a rock banger definitely probably the most you know it's just the most straight rock song that we probably have even though there is the Mm -hmm. sense and everything when it really when we got that mix back and it was so punchy and everything was just locking in i think that for me is what makes the song powerful you know Mm -hmm. that makes sense Yeah. yeah
0: definitely uh so yeah uh well, shout out to kevin uh i know he's Kevin's Kevin's man. Man. i know he's uh <laughs> but, done a lot of good work around town with a, mm-hmm. oh, a yeah. bunch of my friends so yeah uh, great
6: great mentor great producer oh yeah it's a great dude all around oh, yeah yeah
0: uh i was also kind of wondering how much of like that was how much you know i always enjoy that kind of uh talk to like where how much he had and his hand in, in the mix, uh, like mm-hmm. helping create some of the sounds that, uh, how, how much you guys, uh, how close this, these four songs going into the studio, you know, like, were they pretty, pretty good? Uh, you guys had a pretty good idea. Like this is what we're going for. And, or did Kevin kind of help mold that just a little bit more?
1: I'd say it was, you know, we went into the studio with a pretty good idea of what the songs sounded like. Um, Kevin, with our music does a, a really, 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 really good job of blowing it up right. and um, making it, you know, yeah, filling so cool. it out and just, you know, we've got this, you know, this bounce house that's not inflated, but we got the bounce house together. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Kevin comes and just like inflates that thing <laughs> all the way up <laughs> The bounciest bounce house we've oh. ever been in.
6: <laughs> it wasn't always like that though. There was, well, Kevin's always made it sound great, but like it was... Whenever we were first first went in there recording like stuff on the move, when we first went in to record Chemical Carolina, like I said, that was the first song we recorded with him. We were and it's always, you know it was our first time as a band, like recording anything really seriously. Um and we were very like uh anxious, I would say, going into it. Yeah. Chemical Carolina, It was a that's one song, it was completely different. You know oh, it yeah. was it was way slower it was i mean it was almost a ballad but when we brought it in kevin said all right we're cutting off this intro we're speeding it up you know 10 you know bpm and this is how the song you know and for four you know for the four of us <laughs> that had like grown super attached to the song mm-hmm. it's going difficult. in it, it was, <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was it was kind of scary at first we were like what is going on you know like he's he's changing he's ruining the song Oh no. uh but Kevin's a very convincing person, so... Uh, always <laughs> trust in Kevin. Yeah, trust yep. Kevin. He got two rules in his studio. Trust Kevin, suck less. Um, but, uh, so, you know, we went with it. we trusted him. And it, you know... And then we were... So, the song turned out so much better than it would have oh, if we had it our yeah. way, you know? Um, which is what a good producer does, you know? He, Absolutely. he filters out the bullshit and, 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 and makes it good. Um, but then, you know... With the new stuff on Weaponize Your Love, we had already been in the studio with Kevin, you know, three or four times at this point. For, well, for five songs at that point. Five, song, five yeah, songs five at songs that songs, point. We'd been in the studio, you know. Sometimes we'd get a couple songs in a weekend or four days or so. Um, but... Uh, he really helped us grow to, like, know how to,
1: like, write our music, I, mean, I guess, properly. A band, right. you know, yeah a band, he helped us mm-hmm.
2: a lot with that. Sure.
0: Well, yeah, like, I mean, as you're saying... All those uh, things, you know, at the first time you're all super nervous. You're like, you know, what are we doing, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then, so him hit that coaching in the studio and everything else makes it so much easier for the third, fourth, fifth time you're going in there. You're already like, well, we we have this relationship now. We are we know how each other works. We all mm-hmm. we're better prepared. Where you know everything else, like it just goes. It's going to become easier and better for everybody. So, uh, so it's cool to see that all that that work continued to build up into where we got the product today
6: yeah now we now we go going to the studio with with half a song or like having write the rest of the song <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, you pay.
1: and as the bassist i learned to bring video games to the studio uh,
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> records for 20 <laughs> no, minutes yeah. guitar time <laughs> yeah that's it that's all
6: i get
0: <laughs> i uh i was uh, in the studio um a while back with uh, some buddies of mine and I noticed there's there's a lot of that there's a lot a lot a of lot, a lot of, of downtime for some of the other guys and as where they're they're working on uh, you know why the other members working on something else uh, you know their guitar part or vocal part or whatever it is and then so yeah the rest of the guys we were just playing video games so oh we always yeah, yeah. Oh,
6: yeah. <laughs> we always um when we go down there. It's like a different game each yeah. time. Usually oh, yeah. a phone game, you know. Oh yeah, uh, Bro, but
1: this time we're on Clash Royale, and that's Clash Royale. you know we're that's staying. where it's been hanging out. Yeah, we're staying. we hanging
6: there. So it's like every time we go down, it's like you know I'll go in this because it's it's usually a two day process for a song when we record with Kevin. Which yeah, the uh, the whole studio thing it's very very glamorized. I think you know people think you're just going in there and you you're rocking out the whole time and and partying and <laughs> yeah, it it really is a lot of like I'll be in the you know, recording the drums. Everyone else is sitting out there for three hours on their phones. You know, playing a video game. You know, so we, we like to we get a little competitive with it too. You know, we yeah. we all get a new game every time we go down and kind of <laughs> see who can get the
0: best at it. Um, it's always fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, disarm. Um. Again, this is a, a final <laughs> final uh final track on the EP. What are you guys thinking? How did this one even start? This
6: Okay, so this, this one was a little different than our other ones, at least on this record in particular, because, you know, like you were saying before, like a lot of the songs kind of have like these cool synths and stuff. And this one does have uh, that one synth.
5: It started with the progression. Yeah. I, mean, this one, I think you were like, Andrew, play a cool progression. And I was like, ah.
6: <laughs> and then I was
5: able to do a somewhat cool one, and I think we made it work. I think yeah. that's how it started. That's
6: usually – yeah, that's how a lot of our songs start. Like, I'll be sitting there like, Andrew, come up with an iconic yeah. guitar riff. <laughs>
0: something like that. <laughs> could, you, could you just do something cool here? Yeah, just do, some,
6: do something really awesome. right? <laughs> yeah, but that, that, this one's a little different because this one um, – I would. I would almost disagree with Andrew a little bit before because he was saying black denims are are rocker. I think this arm's a little bit of a yeah. rock tune because this one's a lot of. It's just got the one synth throughout the entire song, which is. Doesn't sound too crazy, but that's unheard of for us to make it through a song with that only one. That is a good argument to it. make. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Andrew I, yeah. got a. Andrew had a lot of fun uh lots of guitarists and stuff in that
5: oh way. it's spicy we get a little mm. spicy for sure i yeah for me i mean the thing that always stands out to me about this song and this is maybe a little more on the vocal side but it is i think especially lyrically and just vocally i mean i, I think that this is where we kind of the first song on the ep all the rest of them are are more kind of flexing a little bit and this one is like where we really it's like sh- opening up a little bit to me Mm -hmm. um kind of just you know open it up into that huge chorus and everything with the strings towards the end i this one kind of i think it was significant to me in that we were kind of it represented for me exploring a new kind of musical direction a little bit or not necessarily new direction but um kind of just expanding on what i thought we had with the other three songs which we did have already at that point
7: i
0: guitar in there too right there is I think yeah might be yeah. is
5: that the first time we've had an acoustic no because there's no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Too fast. it's the most prominent placement though yeah. for sure oh, yeah. yeah 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 i didn't
6: even think about that
5: before yeah and that was speaking of like doing stuff in the studio i think that was definitely a bit the the whole ending of the song with the acoustic mm-hmm. guitar was that was kind of a studio thing a oh, lot of it, that yeah. with the uh uh, they don't let me say yeah. that usually <laughs> but all that I remember kind of working that out bringing the guitar outside working that out together uh-huh. at the studio okay how is this gonna work and then I think that we never really have an ending
6: yeah we really did Figured out and then in the during the 20 to 30 minutes that nathan was recording all of his bass lines. <laughs> uh, the rest of us you know kind of went outside for a minute and we were like all right let's figure out yeah
2: uh, we gotta figure this thing out maybe. yeah
6: definitely definitely like he was saying though to expand on what he was saying um lyrically this one you know is it, it, very different than i think a lot of our other songs you know um when we're writing lyrics you know we we with a lot of our songs You know, we're going for like, you know, what sounds cool? What kind of, you know, or what kind of cool like wordplay can we fit in here? Um, Well, this song, it's a little more raw, you know, it has more emotion to it. There was a a lot of the times when we're writing lyrics, we'll like come up with, you know, um, some more emotional lyrics and then kind of hide them behind like, you know, metaphors and, and, you know, vague wordplay, stuff like that. So uh, but with this one, with this arm, I think we kind of just wanted to leave it, you know, kind of raw, exposed, a little bit more vulnerable. Um, and, you know, just I, I've, I've heard, you know, some feedback, you know, people that have just really, like, connected with, like, some of the lyrics and stuff. And, I mean, that's just been really, like, humbling, you know, to, to hear, to see... Um, the, that you know other people you know kind of going through some of the same things that you are and right. relating you know through your music and saying oh you know this kind of helped me yeah that's that's a you know a pretty crazy experience that we didn't really have before well,
1: that's like the goal
6: yeah
0: yeah pretty much yeah yep yeah. yeah that's got to feel good uh and then like have people Singing the b- songs back mm. to you at the shows oh, yeah. and everything else—that's huge.
2: That is like the coolest thing. Yeah. I, I remember like the <laughs> first, the first time we headlined a show it was uh, the Christmas show.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Fall yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Foo bar, and we like oversold it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they took
1: it, out all the tables and chairs in that venue. Yeah,
2: nice. it was pretty. It was a super fun time, and I remember in like one of the songs, uh, I think it was "Are We Moving Too Fast?" Instead mm-hmm. of me singing, "Are We?" are we moving too fast? So I got a cramp.
0: Oops.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. But like as a, instead of seeing are we moving too fast? I just didn't. I just like turned the mic around and yeah. it like blew up and I was like, no way. This is the, the coolest thing. <laughs> nice. After.
0: Like it blew my mind.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's always yeah. great. I really yeah, support. It's yeah. super cool. It's like, what was, uh, wasn't it, uh, in, uh, Gold, I think. Uh, we're like the uh, yeah, the clap. Yeah, the yeah, up, yeah. Right. Yeah, I was like, I was. That was another moment where I was like, when I was listening, I was like, I imagine that's a good uh, interactive moment with the crowd mm-hmm. where you know people pick up on that and and do the clap with you.
6: Yeah, I'll yeah. say that 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 was a little <laughs> bit. Uh, uh, I know we were talking about Seinfeld earlier. That one was a little bit of a friends reference oh, yeah, you know that yeah, you, know, yeah. you know so no one told me that was gonna be this way you know all right are like oh yeah we should we should do that yeah we'll throw one of those in there
0: there you go that <laughs> you're running with yeah so, you know, we got yeah.
6: seinfeld and friends references all the hits in our UP. yeah yeah Brazier, you're next yeah.
0: Right. just uh all the classic 90s mm. sitcoms oh, yeah. 92 <laughs> 92. Yeah, 92 yeah man 92. there you go uh all right what uh so i've been going around asking some of these questions and uh let's um all right so we we have a Malibu 92 action figure box set what would uh what would be your your three um accessories to go with your your action figure
6: each of us like individually yeah Ooh. Oh, shoot. Ha, ha, your
1: drumsticks take up two. No, they
6: don't. as one. The drumsticks. Oh, I got to
4: think about this for a
5: second. Um, oh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I would I would have to have a guitar. That's kind of obligatory. Yeah, the bass. yeah
1: each instrument. I would yeah, have, have, have a, a mic. Yeah, oh, and then the weapons from the Black Denim videos. Oh,
2: that would be so cool. Yeah, each of the uh, <laughs> weapons. The crowbar
1: the knife <laughs> nunchucks
2: <laughs> bat
6: um hmm. gotta have the jackets too oh yeah I mean, oh and yeah. the jackets the jackets there we yeah. yeah that's it that'd be
2: like hearts that would jackets. definitely be the coolest yeah the yeah.
1: Malibu 92 box set would be the uh the golden hearts, <laughs> the golden yeah. hearts. yeah it wouldn't even be
2: us <laughs> it would be, be a, our uh, characters
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and then we'd have a uh, you know the corresponding lip reader box set and then you could get all the other gangs as well you could complete the whole collection <laughs>
2: That'd be some mm-hmm. cool stuff. I, I would buy <laughs> all awesome. of them. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be can. so cool. Let's make them. All right, that's a that's a merch idea right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. How really much do they cost you to Make action figures. <laughs> <videos? laughs> right. I don't know. I, I, we could three D print them. Honestly, 3D print. dude. Because <laughs> honestly,
1: a three D printer and like all the film that you need, not that expensive. <laughs> it's an investment
2: it's not like that much
1: in comparison to like the in potential this, return in this day and age it's doable
2: oh yeah because like tabletop action figures all that stuff it's coming back sure old school is coming back like that's super big like today so i feel like it's like so much old school stuff is coming mm-hmm. back
1: because we're getting too involved in the tech and everyone's like pulling their heads out of their phone and being like holy crap all this stuff is super cool yeah let's do this and it's like We're right revamping it in a whole new way because like you know
2: everything's already been done and everything been around for a long time mm-hmm. so like you've got to find a new way to spice up something that's old but also new
6: that's yeah. happening in music you know I mean, oh yeah how many songs exactly are, how many pop songs on the, on the radio today have like you know mega 80s oh and
0: yeah was, the is oh, yeah. coming
6: back huh yeah <laughs> it's, it's oh dude the, 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 the 90s are coming back. oh dude yeah it only makes sense Foo
0: fighters just did the uh the dgs oh yeah the uh, the, uh yeah. they did a whole cover album of bg songs and it sounds awesome man <laughs> like coming, i mean yes. like I don't know, I just, uh, I, I didn't think uh, a new disco record would sound cool, but they, they did a good job with it, so.
1: Dude, we need, okay, first off, we need, like, a disco club around here, so, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. cool. like, come on, like, yeah.
2: <laughs> disco some died super fast, well, let's go, There's
1: some boogie fever, too fast, yeah, I've got, yeah. I've
2: got that serious boogie <laughs> fever, Jones uh, and
0: Jordan,
1: without cap,
0: what, uh, <laughs> What would be a dream duet or collaboration you guys would love to see for this record or for, for this group? John, John oh. Bellion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It'd yeah. be John Bellion and Don Broke. Broke. Yeah, Broke yeah, Broke too. Oh, That'd be so
6: cool. Those are the two anytime somebody asks, like, hey, what are your biggest influences? John yeah. Bellion, Don Broca, which are kind of two opposite ends of the spectrum.
5: Which is perfect. good.
6: But I think, yeah, I think if you listen to our music and you listen to either of them, I think you'd, you'd agree. Yeah. I
5: think yeah. we'd all take a Kanye feature, too. Oh,
6: yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: I read what I read something uh, that he's working on a new record and like uh, he's got a studio set up at like the, fo- the football Mercedes stadium.
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, we can tell you all about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's out, man. I'm just, <laughs> <Don't>.
0: I'm just <laughs> like I don't know. It's
6: not out. He's yeah. gonna drop. It's coming out August 6th. I just is thought it? that was like
0: Maybe. kind <laughs> of a uh, different approach. You know, like why why the football stadium and stuff like. 'Cause he had the listening party there. Did you see mm. any of that? No. Oh, it, it was, was that was stream.
5: something. That yeah. was the live stream on Apple Music. Mm. Did started it actually like happen? two, three hours later. Yeah. But it was really he's in like a red <laughs> that, like, like jumpsuit, just kinda walking <laughs> He just walking time. I but thought it amazing. was actually it is pretty it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. The album's fire. I'm ready for it. We're yeah. we're, we're it's we're I think Kanye it. fans. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well I like I mean, I'm I've obviously been a Kanye fan a long time and like but like for me, uh you know, the the early records are some mm-hmm. of my favorite stuff like um drop yeah for sure there i mean like I just right? like and so. I, I mean like it's all it's fun to see his growth as an artist you know but like mm. that's the stuff i connected to the most and uh the, the more for of uh sure. um, oh, yeah. you know more of his lyrical based content and stuff where you know actually uh and then he started getting you know farther and farther with the production and stuff like getting mm. more elaborate with a uh, synth and different th- you know different instruments and stuff getting but it's all cool i just like that's the my my flavor is like kind of the earliest college dropout and everything else so. yeah yeah we got yeah. uh i
6: mean we got the kanye reference and are we moving too fast yeah, yeah. throw on some kanye and put your love on lockdown <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah you can't you can't you can uh no one can come and tell us or not not
0: Kanye fans. We all got right. it. we got that documented. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Let's see. So, all right. We uh. We have a Malibu '92 biopic. Who would you guys like to see cast to play you in the movie version of uh of the story? Ooh, oh, I get dibs only, Leo. <laughs>
6: you don't get Leo. No, if anybody gets Leo, it's Craven. Come on. Okay, Come I'll take Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, can see, I can say I could see that, yeah. You can have Ryan
1: Reynolds. Oh, shit.
6: Oh, um This is kind of weird, but I think I would take Ed Sheeran. I hit Daniel Radcliffe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Yeah, he, should like, he should be like Daniel. I guess you should have Daniel Radcliffe. Probably have to do that. I'd, like like I'd rather Gosselin. be Ryan <laughs> Gosling. <laughs> okay. The goose. <laughs> yeah.
5: All right. Ryan so wait. Gosselin. Okay. So
6: you got Ryan Gosling. You're gonna take Daniel Radcliffe because yeah. yeah, you have to. It's okay. <laughs> I fuck. Like, I you know.
5: I'll take it. No, I he's a go, Yeah, no, no it. I'm thinking I'm
6: for myself, I mean, Ed Sheeran would be funny. Or I just think it'd E6 be funny. Or the Eve Six guy. Or the Eve Six, the lead singer of Eve <laughs> Six. <laughs> man,
1: he, he's going off on Twitter, man. Yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> Who would <laughs> name
1: I don't know, man. I'm like super not mm. good with names, so like, I got to know people.
5: <laughs> oh, I could see the... the uh. Uh, I was thinking maybe the Wallows guy slash Thirteen Reasons Why. I don't remember what his name oh, is. Yeah. Who,
6: uh, no, Dylan uh, that maybe who uh, who played Roderick in uh oh, I Holy <laughs> that, that guy, his name? the first Roderick, not the second one. Yeah, the yeah. original yeah, that guy. He's All in right. the one hundred too. He's also <laughs> that's in the a good show. I haven't
1: finished it, but
6: oh pretty yeah, good,
0: super good show. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's make that happen. <laughs> Wait,
6: dude, don't even know the yeah, name, Roderick. Yeah, Roger. Yeah, Roger. Um,
0: all right. What uh, what's a song that always gets stuck in your head? What's, mm. uh, what what do you guys wake up uh this morning stuck in your head? Gold by Malibu ninety two. <laughs> Man, I literally walk around my house all
1: the time going like dooty 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 do. Dee, do, dee, do. Yeah. yeah. Just all the time. <laughs>
5: Uh, I, mean, I mean, hey, not to go off on a huge tangent about it. I was going to say I'm going to try not to talk about it today, but I got to talk about Limp Bizkit right <laughs> now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I got, I actually, it's very funny. Me me, and my girlfriend, we actually went to Lala yesterday and Limp Bizkit was on the bill. <laughs> Didn't originally plan on seeing Limp Bizkit, but it was like, okay, got to check it out for the meme, kind of. It's Limp
0: Bizkit. But it ended up being by far the best of the day.
5: They were. Are you a Limp Bizkit fan?
0: Uh, I mean, like the yeah, like the old stuff that I grew up on. Oh, yeah, all uh, you know, uh, three dollar bill, y'all, and significant other, yeah, and, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, by, by that's the software, yeah, <laughs> by, by hot dog flavored water, yeah. uh, chocolate, chocolate starfish, uh, like I started top. kind of taking the turn. I wasn't as into that r- record as much, but significant others, you know, it's a great record, uh, so um, but. Anyway, yeah, but uh they uh I hear they're they throw down live though. Like I hear it's a great live show. Well he I mean Fred
5: Durst came out. It, the thing that was crazy is he came out I don't know if you've seen pictures or anything. He yeah. came out It looks like somebody's
0: dead now, like grandpa or whatever. He are looked he like Johnny Knoxville, yeah. and Bad Grandpa. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he was rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh yeah, he uh those I mean it's now it's like a meme going on and everything else. Like it just uh Definitely didn't didn't see that coming. All the the all gray hair and the the mustache and everything and so, um, but they uh, I think they're what uh, they're doing a run with Spirit Box and stuff. I was like, man, that could be a cool show. Seeing that seeing that in a small room somewhere. That's cool. but, oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be cool.
5: I did kind of think that because that was my thing with the festivals and stuff. Sometimes it's so big. A lot of these artists, I just want to see smaller venues. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's my biggest thing with, like, a lot of those festivals is, like, well, one, you have to, like, pick and choose because they put, you know, they, like, three stages going or whatever kind of thing. It's kind of – it makes it hard to, like, well, I want to watch all of them. It's hard to pick mm-hmm. which ones I really want to commit to. and um But that's my biggest thing is, like, doesn't really do much for me sitting in the back of the, you know, hill where 100,000 people and stuff compared to, you know, inside the pageant with 3,000 people or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like – kind of thing like that i'd much rather see him headlining on a, in a small room like compared to a massive field somewhere yeah, yeah. it's a
3: very different experience yeah uh, yeah
0: yeah but yeah uh it's a good way to get exposed to a lot of uh music though in one day though that's the thing like it's that's the nice thing about it you can get all sorts of different stuff in in a matter of a couple hours so uh i'm kind of hoping that uh we got a little you know some, some smaller ones but like you know, we used to have the loot, the loufest in town and like, yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I keep hoping that somebody revives something along those lines where we get a big, you know, festival like, uh, like that through, yeah, through in the area again. So, but yeah, maybe someday. Uh, but, um, yeah, again, you can, uh, snag some tickets to join us at red flag, August 18th. And for the weaponize your love EP release party, uh, featuring post sex nachos, uh ryan Cheney, and the public and uh what uh we're kicking off things around what doors at seven or something doors at seven. I don't know. Yeah, yeah door 7, seven show seven thirty yeah so uh yeah come on out and uh have a good time whether that's gonna be a dance party if you don't know any of the other bands you need to go do some homework because they're all amazing too so it's gonna be uh a lot of fun
6: we got the playlist we have a, the, the playlist on our spotify to get you introduced all the bands that are going to be on the show so yeah. go check that out it's a, it's a great playlist
1: and yeah. make sure if you're coming out to the show uh check out our four-part short film music video yep. that is uh what's it what's the title a heart of, gold? heart of gold heart of gold yeah so check that out on youtube
0: yeah man yeah well thank you guys so much for doing this this is uh been super cool really glad uh we made time to make it happen today and uh looking forward to uh the show and getting to hang with you guys some more, so appreciate you guys doing this. Yeah, sure. thanks for thanks having, us. having us out here. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, bye everybody. Peace. Peace. Rock Podcast.
3: Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper
2: Podcast. Well, yeah, that was it.